This is Basketball More Than a Game with your hosts, Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Former high school coach and player have teamed up again to share their knowledge of the game and life skills on and off the court. Now here are Coaches G and Q. Hey, this is Coach Goins along with Coach Quick, and thank you for tuning in for another Fast Break edition of Basketball More in the Game. So listen, you know what it is. We always talk in basketball, life, and everything else, and I think today's show is going to be so, so good. Uh, we're going to be talking about some behind-the-scenes stuff and interacting some stuff with somebody that played at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. So I'm going to kick it down to the hottest co-host. Coach Quick, what's popping? Hey, what's going on, Coach G? You want to know what's popping with Coach Q? Well, Coach Q is so excited about our special guest via telephone. Today, I feel like I'm on Franklin Street, chopping it up with a Tar Heel alum, waiting on something special to happen. And after this short break, we're going to come right back and introduce our very special guest. So make sure those sneakers are laced up tight. So this is Coach Goins along with Coach Quick, and we have our very special guest via telephone. But it ain't my job to let the cat out of the bag, because you know what? This gentleman is from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Coach Quick, you have the honors. Yes, sir. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to the show um, Mr. Terrence Newby. Welcome to Basketball More Than a Game. What's up, fellas? I appreciate y'all having me, man. Looking forward to this. It's been a while. We glad we got this out of the way, man. Let's get this good. get this thing done. Talking to basketball with everybody, bro. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yes, sir. So with that, Coach Quick, man, and and I know you guys were on Cloud Nine, and and this is a day after uh, the 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 blockbuster, probably the one of the probably the one of the best college basketball games uh, in my lifetime. Uh, with just a tremendous, tremendous win last night from the University of North Carolina. Uh, defeated the Blue Devils. Uh, they head into Monday night, and we know that uh, Kansas really put opened up the buzzsaw, uh, went through Jay Wright and the guys. So with that, Coach Quick, I'll go ahead and let you take the lead. All right. Hey, Terrence, man, hey, I just want to open up the floor um, for you. First and foremost, congratulate you and the Tar Heels on a special victory last night. Hey, I feel like I'm part of the family myself. I even teared up some last night. So, hey, I'm going to kick it over to you and just get your thoughts on last night's game. Oh, man, that was, for me, that was kind of like Magic and Bird in 79. Like, just the atmosphere for that and having the first time we ever played each other in the tournament, bro, that was Oh man, that was crazy. That was that was fun to watch for sure. It's even more fun when you come out and win the side of it. So that definitely helped. Most definitely. Uh, tomorrow night's gonna be big, you know, but I I tell you, just watching that last night was special with everything that was on the line, a chance to go play for the national championship. I, I'm gonna say possibly Coach K's final game because anything's possible, you know. Yeah. And just just to send them out the way that the Heels did last night, man. I'm on cloud nine just like you, brother. So let's roll, Heels. Let's get it. Let's go. You know what, Coach Quick? When you, when you and, and, and here's the thing, Terrence. I was I was texting Coach Quick during the game last night just to make because my uh-huh. my wife said she said you better text Quick and make sure his blood pressure all right. 
So I was. <laughs> <laughs> so in that and uh, and then and as he just said, he, he he was he had he had a little tear in his eye. But you know what? Here's the thing, Terry. Here, here's my first question for you. If you don't mind, take take our listening audience. You you had you had the opportunity to play on on a stage like that. You had the opportunity to, to to walk in that locker room. So if you don't mind, share with our young uh, young listeners and these up and coming guys. Tell them what is it. What, take us through that being in the final four. What what did that you know? What does that mean to you as as you saw that last night? How does that how does that bring back the memories? Man, it it took me back to many <clears throat> great memories as far as dealing with the final four. Because you know, I had opportunity to, to go three out of my four years at, at UNC, so like I know exactly what those guys are feeling. Like you know, I be at a concert in the church and somebody that can really sing the hair stands up on their arms. Like, that's the feeling you get running out of that tunnel into the arena and, and, oh, my God, and all this 60,000, 80,000 people, whatever's in there. Like, it's the best feeling in the world for a Division One basketball player. But nothing's better than that feeling right there. Nothing at all. Wow. So, Coach Quick. <clears throat> yes, three, sir. Three, three, time, three times Final Four. Right. Three times. Three times at the Final Four. And, and, and we were talking that before we came on the show last uh, this morning. Uh, folks, and and I really like what the guy said uh, at the end of the uh, uh, recap, and then it was I think it was Charles Grant and and Kenny uh, was just talking about just how great of a environment that is. I, I've had the opportunity to go to two Final Fours. Actually, I was in Houston and I was in uh, Phoenix when Carolina you know, when they beat Gonzaga. But he's exactly right, and I always challenge anybody that's out there. If you're a basketball fan, put it on your radar, save up your tax return, do whatever you got to do, but just yes. to be able to go to the Final Four and the, just to experience it. You may not be able to go to the game, but just go, go yeah. to the Final Four and experience all of the, the, the pageantry, the people that you may see, uh, means a lot. So, with that, I'll kick it over to Coach Quick. Yes, sir. Terrence, I'm going to take you back a little bit, man, to, um, back to the recruiting process with Coach Smith, Coach Gutt. What was that like for you having two living legends? Because I'm sure they both came into your living room and sat down with you and your parents. And yeah, I, man, like it was. Go ahead, I'm sorry. You no, know, I'm saying just take us back to what that was like. <laughs> um, the funny thing about it was like Coach Gunner just seen me play the summer before my senior year at um back in the day, you know, we they had press songs at in Charlotte, North Carolina. That. That was a big camp, you know, that they had in North Carolina every year, and some of the top players in the country was always there. So, Coach Rutgers just seen me play there, and mind you, I had no idea that he ever saw me play. I had no idea that he was there. But the day that they came, I didn't know they was coming to my high school. Like, I walk out of the locker room, and I look up, you know, the way I dream was to Jordan Matthews, you know, the, the bleachers are up off of the floor. Right. So we got the wall like right down in the pit. So I look up there and I see Coach Smith and Coach Guthridge and I'm like, I was man, my hands start sweating because <laughs> this is what you know, like the recruiting process was fun. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed the visits and all that stuff, but that's what I wanted. That was my goal was to play at the University of North Carolina because my fan, my mom was a fan, my grandmother was a fan, I was a fan. And the day they came, man, I'm sorry, I was like, I knew that day. If they offered me that day, I knew I was, <laughs> I was done. There's no way I was going to tell Dean Smith no. 
he came and sat in my house and offered me a scholarship. So, and like I'm telling you, it was a dream come true for me, man. It really was. Yes, sir. I can I can imagine, man. And, and like me and Coach G, we were talking before we came on the air. We remember seeing you play in high school, and mm-hmm. and I used to sit back and I wondered. I was like, man, this dude, he, your game was so smooth. Mm-hmm. It's like at the end of the game, you end up with a quiet thirty. <laughs> because your game was so smooth, and I'm like, and you look at the stat sheet, and you, you got 30 points. I'm like, this guy got 30 on us. How? I didn't see it, but your game was just that smooth. No, I mean, it was just. Um, I was fortunate to have a great high school coach in John Phillips. That the way we played, we all played together, but also everybody knew their roles. Like mm-hmm. set us down. One by one, every single season, every person from top to bottom, and define you know what your role is going to be on the team. What do you want it for each player? So it made it easier for us to go out. You know, we ran a motion. It wasn't nothing, you know, too complicated. We just moving the ball. We, we playing together. But like I said, man, the most important thing for him was me being efficient. So if I go up, if I do have to go out and get thirty, I look at stats. He only took eighteen shots. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, that's what he preached for me the entire time from my freshman year of high school until the day I graduated was being efficient on the court. So I didn't have to go out because I had players that could play with me, but it was like, you know, they knew what all of us knew who were going to be taking the shots, you know, cross time and stuff like that. So it was, he made it a lot easier for everybody because nothing, he knew what he expected from you. He, he made sure you understood that. And that's how we was able to be successful during those four years that I was there. But it was all because of the way that, you know, I had great teammates. I just have to say that's that's what made it so easy because it didn't, I didn't have to go out and get 30 every night. You know what I'm saying? I I might go out, I have a good game, I have 20 points, 10 assists, you know, four steals, five rebounds, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that was just trying to do a little bit of everything to make sure that we won. Right, because when it, when it was time to take over, you knew when to take over a ball game. <laughs> you and Reggie Carter were a load. Y'all won yeah. the state championship. I remember you guys coming to Union Pines and playing us. And, man, I, like I said, both of you guys were a load, man. Yes. Yeah, man, that was my dude. Like, you know, I'm still to this day, like, that's one of my best friends. Like, it's, I was on the phone with him earlier, actually. So, it was like, it's, nothing has changed for me and that guy. Wow. From back then until now, like that's still my right hand man. So it's like, and the things that we've done together and the memories that we got together, man, I wouldn't change it for nothing at all. Yes, sir. <clears throat> all right, Coach G, I'm gonna kick it over to you. You know what? I'm gonna have to go back and say, uh, bring up something you said a minute ago, Coach Quick. When you, yes, sir. When you say he got he because he you, you look up and he say he had a quiet right. He'd be quiet and have he'd finish with thirty right. Yeah. Right, but 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 where he he said he he finished quiet, but where I was sitting on the bench, it was loud. Right, <laughs> yes, sir. it was a loud first quarter, it was a loud second quarter, it was a loud third quarter. You'd be like, man, somebody get get on this man, but no, you, 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 you and and that's and that's so true. And here's another thing that we're talking about, Terrence, when we came on the air. He was like, <laughs> and when you, you know, you go down through there, people don't realize that you could have played Division One football, baseball. As, you know, and, and but you chose basketball, and that was the thing we were talking about. And Coach Quick said, "Man, why you think he took basketball?" I said, "Cause Dean Smith walked in the gym." You know? hey, that's, and I tell people that all the time. Like you know how hard it is to 
somebody would have been to tell that man no. Like, I, was, I couldn't imagine because it wasn't going to happen to me. But, but I tell people, I, like, I, I know I was a better football player and baseball player than I was in basketball. But wow. at the end of the day, that's what I enjoyed the most. That's what I love. That's what I wanted to do. And to have the, some of the offers that I had and some of the coaches that came, like, like to me, when, man, that was the pinnacle once Coach Smith came and sat in my living room with my mom, my grandmother, my family, and offered me that, bro, that was, I was in heaven. I was, I, I couldn't ask for anything better. Like I said, that was it's always where I wanted to go. That was my target uh, from day one. Well, you know what? Congratulations on that, uh, your body of work. Uh, that you Thank guys you. did, uh, that you guys did at Jordan Matthews and winning the state championship. But then, you know, like you said, then be able to take your game uh, up the up the road and 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 land at Chapel Hill and and do the things that you did and and see the things that you saw, you know, from a small market. Uh, you know, a lot yeah. of times, you know, in today's world, you know, people think you know you got to be, you know, if I'm not at Charlotte Independence or Charlotte Mecklenburg and in these big markets. But but here's my philosophy. And Coach Quick has known this because, you know, he and I go back over 30 years when I coached him back in Union Pines. But bottom line, yeah. too, they, if you can play, they're going to find you. Exactly. You know, yes. And they're going to – You're so right about that. You know, they're going to – You hear so many people now here, they feel like they got to transfer to the – Oh, yeah. To the IMGs and Montreal. I'm like, listen, man, if you're good enough, they don't know. They yeah. know you are. Yeah, they, that's right. Because just like somebody said, would you decide with Dean Smith? said, yeah, he wouldn't have come in my living room. They said, what do you mean? I said, I'd have met him in the driveway. Yeah, and, then, <laughs> and coach Quick, Coach Quick, I'd have, I would have signed it on the hood of the car and be like, all right, now after yes. I, matter of fact, I'll make sure you don't spill none of that Kool Aid on that, uh, on that, <laughs> on that, on that awful letter. So we're gonna do that now. Come on in the house. So, all right, yes. well, with, with that, what we're gonna do? We have on via telephone none other than Tar Heel great. That is Terrence Newby. He's originally from Silas City, North Carolina. He went to three Final Fours in his four years at the University of North Carolina. And we'll be back after this commercial break. Looking for a smarter way to shop for your insurance for you and your families? Look no farther. There's help. With several different companies and plans to choose from, whether it's life insurance or Medicare supplemental plans, finding the right plan has never been easier. Licensed with multiple companies and able to shop various rates, plans to help find the best plan for you and your budget. Independent insurance broker Curtis Jackson is the one to call for help. Call Curtis now at 919-614-5796 for a no-cost consultation. All right, listen, we're back on. This is Coach Goins along with Coach Quick. And you know what? We are in the studio today and via telephone. Uh, we have on Terrence Newby, who's a graduate of University of North Carolina, and he wore that, he wore that, wore that Tar Heel blue coach quick man i know you guys are celebrating last night and folks i asked coach quick when we before we got on the show i said did you go to as soon as he answered the phone i said have you been to bed yet because i know uh i know that's what it's about so with that i'll kick it back over to you coach quick yes sir terrence since we were just having the final four man talk, take us back to to your experience you went to three and you can really relate to this squad because in 99, 2000 season, you went to the final four as an eight seed, just like them. Yeah, man. Like we had a worse regular season than, you know, what them guys had this year. I think we won 18 games that year. Mm -hmm. And, and believe it or not, that's the first year that I didn't play an ACC tournament championship. Wow. It was my senior year. 
on ACC tournament that year. Nah, it was horrible. The whole year just up and downs, up and down. Because we had injuries, you know, we was it was just it wasn't fun. The regular season wasn't fun all that year. But and then you know we got hot at the right time, and more importantly, we started we changed the way we were playing that year. So you know back then you had, we had big, we had the two bigs, the traditional bigs, and we were playing more of an inside out game. Mm-hmm. But once the tournament came around, it was. We knew we were better if Ed and Joe became, meaning Joe, Joe Fortier and Ed Coda, and those two guys were more aggressive looking to score instead of, you know, Ed being the point guard that he was. Like, we needed a little bit more out of him as far as just a traditional running the show. And but and that's really what changed it. Like, we got hot, and then, like I said, we had a front line, man, with, with Julius Peppers. We had Julius to that, that team that year, and, he gave us more athletic ability. He gave us, we got stronger. Like, he was quick, fast, great hands to get off the floor. Like, he just gave us a dimension that we didn't have until he joined that team that year in December, you know, once he was done with football. So that's really what changed that. And, you know, once he got in the basketball shape and that, that made that run that tournament, man, it was fun. It was, that was the, out of the three, that was the most fun one. Plus, that was my senior year. And, you know, it was, we kind of underachieved. We were ranked in the top five. Yes, sir. If I remember correctly, yeah, injuries derailed that season. Could have yeah. been a very special year. I think your starting five that year was Ed Cota, Joe mm-hmm. Monte, Jason Capel, mm-hmm. Chris, Chris Lang, and Brendan yep. Haywood. Yep. And you <laughs> and Ronald Curry were the backup yep. point guards. Mm-hmm. Ronald Curry went down, and that allowed you as a senior to even yep. play more. And, yep. I, and I felt like that year, they could have utilized you and Ed more together in the backcourt, and that could have, you know, helped out some of the injuries. Um, yeah, like that's what we were doing early in the year. We, were, I was playing a little bit more of the two, and you know, giving him breaks at the point. But what made it easy for us to play together because you know, like that's that's like one of my best friends, like a brother to me. Like we had a chemistry that we just, you know, we just enjoyed playing together. But playing with him made the game a lot easier. You know, we could shoot the ball. I was strong. I could, you know, guard bigger guys if I had to play the two or the three, whatever it was at that time. So for me, it was, you know, wherever they needed me to get on the court, that's what I was. That's what I was doing that year. As far as playing the two, I would play the. They didn't matter. I could play the backup one. Cause plus, you know, running the point in that system, you knew where everybody was supposed to be. So it was nothing for me to slide over to the two when me and Ed played together. So we did that a lot that year, but we could have did a lot more. I agree, but you know. Ronald getting hurt, nobody was expecting that. George Achilles in football that year. So it definitely opened up the door for me to get even extra minutes at, at both guard spots for sure. Yes, sir. And, I, and people don't talk about it a lot, but I think at that, that particular time, Vince and Antoine had left to go to mm-hmm. the pros, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we had a drop off. Like, well, I'm not going to say we had a huge drop off in talent. What happened was that after Tuan and Vince left, we had. We had one of the best recruiting classes. Like I said, we had Ronald Curry, who's national football and basketball player the year in high school. We had Jason Cable, who's a top 10 player in the country. We had Chris Lane, who's another McDonald's all Like, we really had, you know, but like I said, Chris, Chris had a great freshman year. We got hurt a lot in sophomore year. He was never really healthy that whole year. Then, like I said, adding, adding Julius to that team, man, like, that, my senior year, that's what, 
it gave us something that we didn't have. Like, that dude is just, to me, I've been on the basketball court with Michael Jordan. Vince Carter was my teammate for two years. Julius Peppers is probably the most athletic, most talented person that I've ever played with. Wow. And I mean, you're talking about a dude that's, hey, like, he's six, seven, 280 pounds back then. And he jump out of the gym, great hands, all the guys jump shot, like, he can do it all. And people don't know, like, this man had divisional offers in basketball, too. Coach K, all of them accomplishments. Like, that's what I'm saying, like, dude, he might be the best athlete that's ever come out of the state of North Carolina. And that's a, that's a long list, bro. But that athlete is up there as far as just being a freak of nature, the athlete. I've never seen nothing like it, ever. Yes, sir. I'm going to bring something back to you and Coach G, a memory. And I'm sure you, you two may not remember it, but you may. Um, that that particular year, me and Coach G, we came, we went to see you guys play in an exhibition game. I think it was against the Soldiers um, from mm-hmm. Fort Bragg. Mm-hmm. And Julius Peppers threw one down. Two-handed. It was a lob that he caught from Coda, and yeah. I, I know I came up out my seat. <laughs> Listen, man, I just, I've seen him. He made me come out of my seat a few times too. I've seen that, that dude do some wild stuff on the, on the basketball court. I mean, yes, I'm, I said he's a first ballot Hall of Fame of you know football and all that, but people don't realize how that man can hoop now. He can play some basketball. Yes, sir. Do y'all remember oh. that though? Y'all remember yeah. playing against the soldiers? Because we used to like we used to do stuff like that. Like we used to go practice and scrimmage at Central Prison. Wow. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Like wow. Coach Smith had us in there doing it. Like this was something that he just believed in, like giving back and you know making sure doing things the right way and showing us that stuff and going in and doing that for those people that's in that that situation. That's and it, it, it just brightened his day up for two hours out of that day. Like, he, that's the kind of stuff that that man was about. Like, and that was, so that first time, we, we, I'll never forget that, that bus ride that day. And I'm like, why are we going to Central Prison? I could not figure out why we were doing that. I was like, this is, like, I mean, they give us a tour of the place. Like, we walk through the gym pop and all that. And, you know what I mean? Of course, I see somebody in there I know from my own town. So it's like, <laughs> it, was, it was great, man, but. I'm feel like that's the kind of man that man was. Like you didn't understand it as an 18 year old kid while sure. we were doing that, but you know, once I was done, and I, you know, I understood it for sure. But like it was, it was just so, it was just so surreal. Like that man, like he just takes that, the, be the, the person that he was with his platform, and to do those little things like that for for people who are not in the best situations. Like that's why I tell people all the time, like, he's the goat in my book, right. on the court, off the court, like. There's nobody better than, than Coach Smith, man. Right. You know what? That that's uh, and that, that that's a testimony to you, Terrence, for for highlighting mm-hmm. that, and certainly appreciate you going there. And and, that, and I think that's why uh, the, the Carolina has the fan best fan base that they do uh, amongst older. When I say older, like my un- <laughs> my uncles and everybody, you know, such Carolina fans, and people say, well. You know, because of course I'm in VA now, and everybody's like, I don't understand why everybody like Carolina. I said, Well, let me let, let, let me let me let me give let me give you this, and even to our, our listening audience, let me give it to you from a uh, from a black perspective. The reason the reason why people love Dean Smith is because he he recruited and signed Charlie Scott. I'm just gonna I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna call it what it is. He made a difference. He broke the color barrier. He brought Charlie in, and 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 not just brought him in. He you know. Took him under his wing, did the things that he needed to do to make you know to make it work for him 
as well as uh, Charlie Scott. And then think about it. Like you said, you get on on that bus as 18 years old, and you're like, man, why in the heck are we going over here to, to do this in the prison? Man, I I, ain't, I can't believe it. But, but now, you know, you, you know, fast forward, it, you know, 20, 30 years later, you sit back and you go, but now you're able to tell the story of just how, who he was off the court, you know, and that's the thing. And that's what I really, really, uh, as you sit and talk to the older um, generation and, and really find out why, what makes them tick and why were they such huge Carolina fans is because of the things that <laughs> Coach Smith did off the court uh, that makes a difference. As a matter of fact, we had one of the uh, uh, fellow guys on, um, Ed Geff was on with us uh, about a month ago. Uh, and, and, and he was just talking about just you know how coach uh, coach Smith was such a special person and and that's what that's the th- thing about it all coaches when I say all coaches when you play with a for elite guy like that and of course you know you don't get the and that's before the age of social media uh, that comes along but the respect that coach Smith got and what he did uh, and then for the alumni alumni to come together in university to build that building uh, and call it the Dean Dome that is uh that's a huge that's a huge deal. So, hey, listen, we got on none, none other than Terrence Newby, who was uh, number 21 for the University of North Carolina Tar Heels that played in three Final Fours. And we're going to be talking about some more in-depth stuff after we come back from this commercial break. You're listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. And this guy, this guy went to St. Thomas More Academy. He was from Brooklyn, New York, about 6'1", McDonald's All-American. How did you and Ed Co? How, how, how did y'all just, just, how did that friendship start? How did it bloom? And how are you guys still, you know, you, you guys are still hanging. Y'all were together last night. As you said, just, what, made, what, what made you guys just connect and just still remain as tight as you are today? It's funny because when you first, when you sign and all that, like the summer before you get ready to go to the school, like one of the coaches was like, Coach Handles or somebody that give you a call and the, they'll start asking you what number you want to wear. So you give them a few numbers and I only picked two numbers. I was like, if I, I'll take number five or number 21. Those are the two numbers I said back. And the first day of school, like we had to be on campus, I happened to ride with Coach Ford to pick Ed up from the airport that day. Because I, I got there, you know, I was, I was 30 minutes from home, so I was there early, and Coach was like, you want to ride me to the airport and pick up Ed? I was like, cool, yeah, I'll, I'll go with you. We met that day, and like I said, man, we was in the same class, we was together all the time, working out together, playing together, whatever it was, like, we just, it's just, we just hit it off, man. We, you know, we kind of come in the same kind of situation, single mom, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that, but we just, I don't know, just a bond that just formed and it's never broke. It's been over 25 years since we've been friends like we've been and there's nothing changed. Like, I still talk to that man every other day. Like, we do the AU thing together now. So, it's it's just, it's just something that's just, I don't even have no explanation for. It's just something you just hit it off with and it's never changed. Like, we've been the same towards each other to respect. Like, like no issues with each other, no fights, none of that. We just... We just been like brothers, man. It's just something that happened. We just, I think the most important thing is we, we're kind of the same, but a lot of differences, but as far as principles and 
loyalty and stuff like that. We're we we about the same person. Excellent. So I pretty much think that's what makes our relationship the way it is. Well, we certainly appreciate you allowing us uh, to kind of step behind the veil because you know that's one thing, Coach. I'll, I'll be transparent with you, Terrence. It's just like when I started coaching and uh, teaching at Union Pines, and I come up the, <laughs> come up the hallway one day, and there's this young guy sitting out on the on the bench in front of the gym. He's got this tablet, and he's got like the top like the top fifty. Uh, guys, this I'll never forget. He was talking about this kid named Antonio McDice, and I was just like, I said, well, Who's this kid talking about Antonio McDice? So I got so in that now, you know, you fast forward almost 30 years later, now he and I are doing the podcast together. So, you know, the, the people that the people that are in your life are in your life, you know, sometimes for a season, uh, and that's great. And some people in your life, they're in your life. Uh, for your entire time. So we certainly appreciate you uh, allowing us to step in and, and, and talk about that relationship. But Coach Quick, Coach Quick, before I kick it over to you, I, I think Ed Ed Coder should be he should be getting some checks. And those checks should be those checks should come from Antoine Jameson and Vince Carter. Right? Because he was serving up dimes back then before even people know that they were used to call him assist. Right, yeah. Yeah. I mean to the left. I mean to the matter of fact, one of me, me and one of my good friends always talk about that. They say every time he go to the mailbox and open his mailbox, there should be a check leaning in there on the left or the right. One to the left, say from Antoine Jameson. One to the right from Vince Carter. Coach Quick, what you got? Yes, sir. T. Lou, I just like to know. Talk to us about what Phil Ford meant to your growth and Ed Cota's growth as point guards in the Carolina system. I mean, he is the the foundation of us having great point guards along the, over over the years. He to me was the first one that was, you know, he that man scored all those points he scored, and it wasn't the three point line back then. Right, right, that's right. And when I tell you, like he knew the game of basketball, he saw things two or three steps ahead, and that's one thing that him and Ed had in common that I kind of got from them later was. Seeing stuff, you know, develop before it's actually coming, you know, just for, for fruition or whatever. But it's like knowing where everybody's supposed to be in the system that we ran. It was, it was just crazy the things that we get from him, you know, because he did it. And he was the one that, that put the four corners and all that stuff on the mat because he was just that good. And he didn't have no problem telling you in practice and all that stuff. He'd be shooting contests, he'd be jumping there with us and all that and be talking trash because he still had it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, the man still had it. Like, Coach Ford was by far the, the biggest asset if you're going to be playing the point guard position at the University of North Carolina. Like, with him being a the coach there, and, you know, like, he ran the system and he knew the little pointers he would give us, man. Like, it was, it was just, it was priceless. It wasn't nothing, nothing like it. Like, it was the best it's the best to get information from somebody who's done it and you and get it at a high level. So, you know, we had we respected everything that he was teaching us every single day. Yes, sir. Okay. My, uh, now, to follow up with that, arguably, you played with, I think, you played one of the best shooters ever come through North Carolina and Shaman Williams. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, great that big time shot last night. Caleb Love hit along with some of the great shooters that you've seen come through the University of North Carolina? I mean, it's first and foremost, most important thing is the having the guts to even take those shots at those moments. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, and you mentioned Shamal is, you're talking about somebody who worked 
but everything he got, like, are you going that gym at two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the afternoon? Hey, Shamar Williams was in that gym. When I first met Shamar, we met at Prep Stars. Shamar was a senior, going into his senior year. I'm going into my sophomore year in high school. Shamar didn't have one scholarship off. Wow. At all. He ended up going to the Fort Union Military Academy. And he had two offers coming out of there, one from Kentucky and one from North Carolina. He chose North Carolina, of course, and it worked out for him. It's another, like, brother to me. I speak to him on a regular basis. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you're talking about somebody who worked for everything that they got. Wasn't a McDonald's All-American. Probably wasn't even ranked at the time, nationally. And now that man, he gets a pension from the NBA. He, you know, he did his time. He did what he what he had to do, he told me he worked. He worked for everything he got. That man worked his game night and day. Shimon lived in the gym. He was a gym rat. Yes, sir. And that's that's everything I've heard about him. I remember a quote one time that stated, Dean Smith looked over to um, Coach Gut and said, we're having a hard time scoring. What should we do? Gut said, put Shimon in the game. Shimon, mm-hmm. <laughs> you talking about fast, quick, strong, and had that jump shot, like, you, he was a, another, another person I had to guard on a daily basis for two years. So, like, yeah, like, me, him, and Ed, like, oh, my God, bro, I had some battles with these dudes. Like, Good Lord. That's why we were so tight, because at the end of the day, you playing against people like that, and at the end of the day, you ain't going to make you better. Right. So, you know, when certain other, other playing against other teams and stuff, they were good, but those two guys made me a better defender. Because I had to deal with them, too, on a regular basis. Wow. Well, yeah, you certainly you did your thing at North Carolina as well, and then to like to go to three Final Fours, that's outstanding. You helped make those guys better, just like that. Absolutely. Made yes. Yes, sir. All right, coach, <clears throat> kicking it over to you. Man, you know what? You guys are taking me back. You know what? I'm I'm sitting here and and he's calling these names out. But here's where I want to make sure that our young listeners are are, are dialing in with uh, Mr. Newbie is is telling everybody. As he was discussing, uh, Shaman Williams was no, number one thing I want to frame out was the work that he was putting in. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he was coming in, sitting on the bench, pouting, uh, listening to the coach and saying, you should be doing this. At any time of day, he was in the gym working on his game. And, and my ch- here's, my, here's my challenge to you young guys. Stop always wanting to go to the Y. And just play. Stop wanting to just to, let let me just, no, you get your butt in the gym and get you somebody in there that's going to, you know, help you, assist you, and pour into you and work your craft. Stop just thinking I'm just going to show up and go play and everything. No, because you're playing and you you keep jacking up them raggedy shots uh, instead of getting in there and working your game and putting the time in and doing it the right way and, and it pays off. Uh, so anytime, and I, and I appreciate you calling that out, Terrence, because so many young guys think that you just show up and it just it just happens, and it does not mm-hmm. do that. Oh, to play on to play right. on that level, yeah. you got to put yeah. your, you got to put the body of work in. You got to be able to do the things that you do, uh, and that just absolutely just speaks volumes. So before I kick it back over to Coach Quick for his final comments, I just want to say, Terrence, thank you for what you've done for the game of basketball. Thank you for being the role model uh, out of Silas City. For You think about it, anybody, Coach Quick, anybody that walks in that gym at Jordan Matthews and sits in those bleachers and realize that somebody that played on that floor went on to play at the highest level that you could play. I mean, if, if you can't get that, if you can't get that understanding, 
and be able to walk out there and realize that somebody, because a lot of times people think it's a pipe dream because they may not know, they may not be able to see it or understand it, but you did that, Terrence. You you, you, you took that school, you put them on your back, and I know you other teammates, but a lot of times uh, you know, it, it takes that one special person, uh, and I know people when they saying, and you went out there and you showed them, you you played at the pinnacle, and that's what I always try to tell people. You got to get, you got to fit in. Well, you got to get in where you fit in. And and when you sit in, you have an honor and privilege to to play for such a legendary person like Dean Smith. That was not just because you were walking down Silas City kick, kicking a tin can. That was your body yeah, work. They they recognize uh, that, and I certainly yeah. appreciate uh, you taking advantage and and seizing that moment, Coach. Quick for your final comments. Yes, sir, Terrence, man, I just want to say thank you, man, for the time and opportunity. Me and you, we kept, we were dialoguing back and forth, and we finally nailed this date down, man. I just appreciate your body of work, what you've done for the University of North Carolina, what you've done for the game of basketball, football, and baseball. Man, you were one special talent, and I just appreciate you, my friend, and um, I bid you Godspeed and everything you got going on now. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that, fellas, man. I think you have me on. Like I said, I love what you guys are doing, man. Keep it up. And if you ever need me again, just hit me up, man. We can get it going. I love talking basketball. I love this stuff. I appreciate it. Hey, listen, yes, any, and anytime you guys are coming to VA, you got my number. I'm going to plug you in. So uh, uh, don't uh, don't come to VA without giving us a shout, and we'll make sure we're there to support you. So, again, we certainly appreciate it. So, folks, who we have on is none other than Terrence Newby, three-time, uh, well, actually, North Carolina graduate, and also three times in the Final Four as he wore that Tar Heel blue. Coach Quick, get us to the locker room. For Coach Goins, our special guest, Tar Heel legend Terrence Newby, and myself, Coach Quick, we'll see you in the gym. You've been listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Our podcast is available on podbean.com.